0: Good morning, everybody. It is so good to see everyone this morning. Uh, we got a whole lot going on today. So the service is going to look a little bit different, but God's going to be glorified either way. We got baptisms galore uh, today. We had, what, six or seven in the first service? So the, the baptismal waters, they're toasty this morning, I promise you. So no big surprises when you get in. So let's all stand to our feet. Let's prepare our hearts and worship. Welcome to our friends who are joining us via live stream. It's good to uh, virtually see everybody this morning. These are the jokes. All right. Thank you very much. Let's worship together. Here we go. Father, we're so grateful to be here today, Lord God. We just know that you're gonna show up in this place the same as you did the first service, God. We just are so excited that you continue to move in this place. And God, it's such a such a blessing and such a joy to be part of your work here at Lindsay Lane East in this community. Father, as we open your word and we study the the importance of baptism, God, I just pray that you would reach our hearts, speak to us specifically. Speak to us collectively in only a way that your word can. Father, we pray over Heath as he brings this message. And uh, we we celebrate today baptism. And God, just help us to remember our own baptism. Help us to remember the time that we got to, to publicly profess our faith in you in that way. In the special time that it was. Father, we just pray for each person who's coming up here to be baptized that as a church we can come alongside them and we can uh, disciple them we can show them the way and god you can continue to work in them and through them father we love you we praise you we look forward to what you're going to do in this place in jesus name we pray amen
1: you guys have a seat thank you for being here i know this is if you're not new to east i'm up here way too early in the service right i promise you i'm not going to preach till 11:45. okay um, but this is a special day for us, and uh, we're calling Baptism Sunday, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But first off, if you're new here, we're so thankful that you're here, thankful that you've chosen to come. And um, and so if you're, if it's your first time with us, in the back of the seat in front of you, uh, is what we call our Connect card. And today, we just have a gift for you we'd love to give you, your very own Lindsay Lane East t-shirt, just like that. And uh, we 'd love to hook you up with that if you 'll fill out the car to the back of seat in front of you, stop by next steps on your way out they 'll give you your own free t-shirt, no questions asked, along with some information about our church and uh, we just want we just want to let you know that we 're thankful that you're here and've chosen to worship with us. Uh, I know so many of you are come to celebrate baptism uh, with a daughter, granddaughter, son, grandson, whatever uh, the case may be uh, because today is Baptism Sunday. We had such a move of God at VBS. Um, that uh, we didn't want to try to stretch. We didn't want to make our kids stretch out and baptize them over six or eight weeks. We wanted to just do it all at one time. And so today, uh, this morning in the first service, we baptized six uh, kids, teenagers, and adults. And the second service, you guys are going to get to be a part of five. Um, so we're we're excited about what God is doing um, at VBS. We saw um, uh, six of the kids that you're going to see today uh, profess faith at, at, through VBS. God continued to work. We saw two teenagers and then three adults added to this baptism service. And so um, I, here, here's the, what's crazy. Uh, one of those, uh, I'll talk about her here in a second. Uh, one of those happened yesterday. Okay, One of those happened yesterday. I got to talk on the phone um, and, and pray with somebody to receive Christ. So here, here, here's what I'm just crazy enough to believe, that God may have brought you here uh, for the purpose of, of speaking to you today um maybe it's for the first time to trust in christ and today we actually i want you to know you can be baptized today as a believer in christ we're going to talk about that and what that looks like this morning but if your baptisms out of order we're going to talk about all those things but we actually have shirts and shorts on standby for you Uh, okay um and uh counselors we're going to talk about that but I want to begin just by reading a few verses uh, that are from the book of Ephesians, which is what we're, we're trying to... We're looking through this, this summer, looking at su- uh, a study called Summer School. And um, hopefully it's a lot more fun than actual summer school if you went. Uh, but we're looking at some, just some basic truths that we all need to understand. And so we're trying to pull everything we can from the book of Ephesians. Uh, so I'm going to read just three verses from Ephesians. Pray, then we're going to come back and talk about it, okay? This is Ephesians 4, beginning in verse 4. There is one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope at your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in all. Let me pray. Father, we thank you, God, that um, that you've given us your word, God, that we know is, is true. And God, we can learn from it, God. Our lives can be changed by it. And so, Father, I pray that today um, you would speak to the hearts of your people um, to challenge us, encourage us. God, whatever it is that we need today, I pray that you would... But we'll do that through your word. And God, also, I pray for those who have yet to trust in you that they uh, will consider that today. Uh, we're so thankful, God, uh, to be able to be here and to worship and to learn together. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, um,. In this, in this passage, particularly in verse 5, we looked at all this, all three of these verses last week. Uh, yeah, last week when we talked about... Or no, three weeks ago when we talked about um, God's nature. But I want to focus in on verse 5 because there's three things mentioned. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Uh, man, the cool thing about church is that no matter where you go in the world, you step into a Christian church next week, anywhere around the world, they will be preaching the same gospel that you're hearing me say, that you need to have faith in Jesus Christ and that you need to turn from your sin. Like that's going to be said in every Christian church. That's the thing that unites us. However, (laughs) the idea of baptism is one that we don't always agree on. Uh, different methods and different things and so today i just want to there's a little bit a uh, different sermon but i promise i got some stories i promise you we're going to have a good time today talking through this but i just wanted to explain to you some of you guys are new to east i want you to know what we believe about baptism what we believe the bible teaches um and uh i just wanted to explain that today uh, there isn't much else said in the book of ephesians about baptism so we're going to look at a bunch of different books today uh but hopefully um uh, have fun doing it so uh three frequently asked questions, okay? FAQs, familiar with this, right? So we're going to at three frequently asked questions. I've been in ministry for 13 years so far, and I get a lot of questions about baptism. And so I've put three of them um, on, uh, on the screen here, and you can take notes on your handout if you're interested. Uh, but the first one is this, how should we baptize, okay? Um, there are three different types of baptism that are practiced in the Christian churches. Uh, I'm going to give you the fancy names, and I'm going to tell you what it means, okay? Fancy name number one aspersion, it's sprinkling, okay, effusion, which is pouring, and immersion, which is dunking, okay, that's the three, sprinkling, pouring, and dunking, some churches will practice more than one of those, Um, we don't, Uh, we believe that there's one that, uh, that we believe is the biblical idea behind baptism. And so that is for us, that's immersion, that's dunking, uh, whichever one you prefer. Uh, the reason, I just want to quickly explain to you why we, why we believe that. The first is because of the word itself. Um, if you know this, the Bible originally not written in English. English isn't that old. Uh, it was originally written, the New Testament was written in Greek. And the Greek word that's for bab- that gets translated baptism is the word baptizo. And what it means is to dip or to immerse or to put under. And so the word itself means to put under. And so that's why that's, but if that's not clear enough to you, uh, here's some more evidence. Jesus was immersed. John, uh, Matthew 3, 16. Uh, This is what it says. When Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water. Uh, So Jesus was in the Jordan River there with his cousin, John. And the Bible says that after he was baptized, he came up out of the water. Uh, So it's clear that Jesus was immersed all throughout the book of Acts. In every situation, we see baptism by immersion in the Book of Acts. One of my favorites uh, is a guy named Philip who leads a guy from Ethiopia. Just crazy story—you have to read it, Acts chapter eight. Um, really, really cool story. But in Acts eight, um, the a uh, Philip is in, put by the Holy Spirit into an evangelistic opportunity to share. Uh, with a man from ethiopia and this is what happens in verse 36 after he explains the gospel to him verse 36 as they were traveling down the road they came to some water and the guy said look there's water what would keep me from being baptized so he ordered the chariot to stop both philip and uh, the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him notices they went down into the water down into the water it would have been simpler in that moment to just pour some water on his head right But there was something about, something in the beliefs of Philip that they they wanted to go down into the water. And so the most important evidence, and I think the reason all this has been why Jesus was baptized this way and why the early church did it, and this is it. Baptism is an example of Christ's death and resurrection. Look with me at Romans 6, 1 through 5. It says, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Paul's asking a rhetorical question. Should you sin more so that God can pour out more grace? (laughs) no that's his answer Uh, absolutely not how can we who died to sin still live in it or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into christ jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him by baptism into death and in order that just as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father so we too may walk in newness of life for if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death we will certainly be in the likeness of his resurrection Paul says that baptism is a way in which we align with the death and resurrection of our Savior. We are put under the water to symbolize death. Just as Christ died for sin, we are dead to sin. And then we are raised up out of the water to symbolize a resurrection to new life. Just as Christ was given new life on the third day, we too experience new life in Christ. Dunking just symbolizes that so much better. Than any other form. And that's why we, those, these, for these reasons, that's why we do that. So I get that question some. Uh, so that's FAQ number one. How about number two? Who should we baptize? Uh, this is one, uh, I, get, I get told this a lot. I want to be baptized. And, uh, and I always have follow up questions to that. Right? Because, um, because we have a particular belief about who should be baptized. So if you come to me and say, I want to be baptized, I'm going to ask you questions in response. Because what we believe is that only those who understand the, ba- the meaning of baptism and have experienced what is required should be baptized. If you're a note taker, jot this one word, this one statement down. Baptism is an expression of existing faith. Baptism is an expression of existing faith. That means... That to be baptized, you need to have faith. You should already be a believer. Paul says this in the letter of Colossians about baptism, Colossians 2.12. When you were buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. You see, he says that we were buried with him and raised up through what? Through faith. The one seeking to be baptized should be a believer before stepping foot into this beautiful Madison County water. Here's the deal, um, and we don't, like, there was, there's no pixie dust sprinkled into that water. Like, I don't even pray over it. It's the same water that I drink at home, and that you may, you probably do bottled water. You're for one of those people, but I drink tap water, uh, hose water, whatever, right? But it's just water. There's nothing magical about this water. Um, and it's, so I started in ministry in youth as a youth pastor, and so most of my baptisms early on were teenagers, of course. And uh, and a few kids because of VBS and stuff. Kids I got to talk with, but I think it was the second adult I baptized was a senior adult lady from our community whose husband had just passed away, and man, she 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 had been taking care of him and didn't have an opportunity to come to church. Just couldn't. So as soon as he died, I mean the next Sunday she's in church and she's fired up. She no church background whatsoever. And so we're having to explain just the basic things to her. But she just came in with a hunger for God. And so it didn't take long for her to recognize, oh, Jesus died for my sin. I'm separated from God because of of my own sin. I want it. And so she quickly came to faith in Christ. And uh, so, again, not recognizing that she hadn't been in church a lot. She had never seen anybody be baptized. So we were talking through it. And I said, ma'am, I said, here's what you need to know. I could baptize you a hundred times. I could dunk you underwater a hundred times. And it's, you're not going to be any more saved when you come out of the water than the, when you went in. And I thought it was just so beautifully worded. <laughs> the lady that had led her to Christ and been bringing her to church came to me later and she said, you freaked her out. I said, what? She said, she asked me after you walked off, how many times is he going to dunk me? <laughs> and as many as it takes. No, um, but I can remember thinking that. Like, So I, I've, I've since stopped saying that. Okay, I've worded that differently. I stand by. by I stand behind the sentiment. Uh, I just word it differently. Uh, baptism will not save you. You need to be a believer before you get in the water. That's why we ask three questions before we we're baptized in the water. Have you repented of your sin? Because we believe until you've turned from sin. If you're still, if you still want to live in sin, and God hasn't changed your heart, have you repented of your sin? Have you turned from your sin and turned to Jesus, making Him Lord? Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you? If you, if any of these candidates were to go in the water believing that Jesus saves them plus anything else, Jesus has saved me from my sin so long as I go to church. Jesus has saved me from my sin so long as I'm baptized. Jesus saved me from my sin so long as I keep uh, serving in the kids' ministry. Whatever. Like, there is no plus. It is just Jesus when I asked my daughter, I'm getting baptized, I am getting got to baptize my daughter this morning, the first service. It was awesome. Um, but I asked her, I said, here's the question I'm going to ask you, baby. The second one is, are you trusting in Jesus alone as your Savior? And she said, no. And I was like, well, we're back to ground zero. This wasn't this morning. This was a while back. And I said, okay, well, why? She said, well, I'm not the only one who's following Jesus. You see that? Alone. Are you trusting in Jesus alone as your Savior? She's like, I'm not alone. You guys believe too. And I was like, Okay, it's English language. Anyway, uh, but that's the. are you trusting in Jesus alone, the only one who can save you? Um, Not alone in your faith, but alone as Jesus. And then the third question I ask is, do you commit to fall in the rest of your life? Catch some flack for that one, right? But I believe the scripture, Jesus, in, in parables and in conversations with people says, don't begin this path if you ain't willing to carry it out. And I believe that's so true. And I know I baptized my seven-year-old daughter and she don't know what 30 years down the road looks like. But I believe in her seven-year-old heart, she has committed to follow the rest of, follow Jesus the rest of her life. And I believe that's what the scripture teaches us. We need to commit the rest of our lives to following him. And so today, the five candidates that are going to be in the water with me, they've done those things. They've repented of their sin. They've trusted in Jesus alone. And they're committing the rest of their lives to follow him. That's their testimony before you, their church family. And I believe they're saved if they're saying those things from a pure and honest heart. Uh, so this touches on a couple of issues that we get that we got to celebrate one this morning and one later. Um, we had a girl who was who was raised uh, in a different church, um, and she was sprinkled as a baby, um, which was awesome. Like hear me say that. Like her parents were here with her. I, I told them it's awesome that you did that and and what you were doing is you were saying like we want to raise this child for you we want we we want this child to trust in you we believe this is important what we're doing but what's awesome is now that she has her own faith miss Alyssa, Alyssa phillips now that she has her own faith she said i need to be baptized as a believer now right and so we got to baptize her here this morning which was awesome um and so uh If you were sprinkled or poured on as a baby, listen, that's not a hole in your salvation. That's not a bad thing. But what we're saying, what what we believe the Scripture says is that you need to be baptized as a believer. And so we would love to have a conversation with you. We would love to help you walk through what it looks like to be baptized as a believer um, through immersion, which we believe is the, the biblical way. And the second thing that believer's baptism means for us is that we're going to counsel with anybody who seeks to be baptized. Uh, We want to make sure to the best of our ability that every person who steps in the waters is a believer in Jesus. Even this morning, listen, if you want to be baptized today, we would love to do that today, but we're not just forming a line. We're going to have decision counselors that are available to have a conversation with you and help you understand the decision that you're making. It's important for adults, but especially kids, all six of the kids that we're baptizing, some already and some are about to baptize, uh, every one of them sat down with one of our VBS volunteers or a staff member and walked through what it means to be saved. And we believe to the best of our ability of discernment that these six kids have had a true conversion of their heart and are believers in Jesus. Um, cool story. Uh, Matt Tribble um, is being baptized this morning. <laughs> I did this in the first service, so don't think you're special. Um, <laughs> but Matt's being baptized this morning. Um, but again, for Matt, you may know, if you know Matt for a while, um, uh, Matt's a faithful follower of Jesus uh, to what I see in his life, and I see the fruit of the Spirit in Matt. I see the Holy Spirit at work to convict Matt and to lead Matt and guide Matt. Um, but Matt realizes that when he was baptized years ago as a child that he was not a believer before that. Um, he, for whatever reason, you can ask Matt later, um, for whatever reason, he chose to be baptized, but it wasn't because God had saved him. Uh, whether it was everybody else was or whatever. And so for him, he recognizes now, I was not baptized as a believer. I need to be baptized now because now I am a believer. And so today we're going to get to do that. And you may think, well, he's already been baptized and he's trusting Jesus. He's good. And, and I, would, I would argue no. Uh, Acts eight twelve 12, uh, when, when the people who were listening to Philip, when they believed him as he proclaimed the good news about the kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Once they believed, then they were baptized. Acts 2.41. So those who accepted his message were baptized. The acceptance and the belief comes first. Salvation comes first and then baptism. Um, it is those who have believed in the name in the good news of Jesus who are baptized. So if you're like Matt and you're baptized as a young kid, but you recognize now that it wasn't until later that you came to faith and to, uh, came to know Christ and came to faith, we would love to walk you through that. Uh, we believe we, that you should be baptized as a believer in Jesus. We would we would love to to do that. Even today, our counselors can help you work through that. But here's what you also need to know about Matt. He didn't decide that overnight. When I first came, me and Matt sat down, and he was already wrestling with it. I don't know how long he's been wrestling with it, but he's been just chewing on this for a long time, and it's really really awesome. Um, so if you're here today and you're like, yeah, I think I could be in that same boat, but I ain't wanted you to dunk me today, okay? <laughs> That's okay. At Next Steps right now is what we call our little yellow book. It's a tiny little book, like my size book, okay? Like step above a kid's book. <laughs> really, really short. Um, but we have those available at Next Steps. It's a book that helps you understand um, whether you're saved and if you are saved, how to find assurance through God's word. It is an incredible book. I've given it to teenagers in my first, uh, first church I served in. I've given it to adults in every church I've served in, and we would love to give you a free copy today. If, if you're like Matt, who's wrestling with this idea, I was baptized as a kid, and I don't know if I really knew what I was doing then. We would love to give you a free copy. Um, if they're sold out, not sold out, we're not selling them, but if they're gone by the time you get there, they're six bucks online. Like Amazon free shipping, whatever. Like just find it. There's a Kindle version too. If you're one of those weirdos, um, there's a lot. It's seven bucks for Kindle version. Um, I'm I, I, I'm kind of one of those weirdos too. But uh, but you, so don't don't if they're if they're gone, don't freak out. So the second the second frequently asked question: Who should get baptized? Only those who have trusted in Jesus to save them. The last one, which is arguably the most important: Why should we baptize? um i've probably heard this statement more than any other not as a question but as a statement hey heath so you're telling me that that water don't save me that's what i'm telling you statement after that then why in the world would i get in there in front of everybody (laughs) why in the world are you asking me to get up in front of everybody here and be baptized and i get the the hand on the hip look right and I get it. Listen, I sympathize with you so much on this. None of us like getting up in front of this crowd. None of us do. Every Sunday when I stand up here to preach, I'm nervous. I know y'all think that y'all just are all smiling and happy and y'all are really easy to talk to. It's not easy to be up here in front of people with this many eyes on you. And I get that. I totally get it. So I want to walk through just some things to help you. First off, I'll agree that it's not the water, the baptism that saves us. That's why Paul can say in Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Baptism isn't mentioned in this passage as a prerequisite for our salvation. But though baptism doesn't bring us to salvation, man, it should flow from it. It should absolutely flow from it. Baptism is part of our obedience And our submission to Christ as believers, meaning if you have trusted in Jesus, one of the most important steps you can take is to be baptized. And for two reasons. Baptism signifies our union with Christ. If you've been around East for a minute, you've heard me talk about union with Christ. I believe there's no other truth found in God's word that you need to lock into that's changed my life Um, aside from my own salvation. um, The New Testament idea of being in Christ, not just partially in Christ, but fully, totally, eternally in Christ. The Bible is clear that once we are brought into an eternal union with Christ, we are finally and fully secure. The verses we looked at from last week that tell us that, but God who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ. Even though we were dead in trespasses, you are saved by grace. He also raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Listen, there are three with Christ and one in Christ in that passage. For four verses, I'd say that's pretty good. All of the riches of salvation are ours in Christ. Christ, We are brought into a union with Christ and then God spends the rest of our lives making us look more like Jesus. You and I are called to look like Jesus. So if that's the case, what better way to begin your walk with Christ than doing what, be, what Jesus did to begin His ministry? If you know um, the story of Christ, before Jesus begins His intense ministry that leads to His death, He performed an act <laughs> Uh, he was baptized in the Jordan River by his cousin John. That's the first thing he did before he began his ministry. Matthew 3.13, Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized. Jesus was baptized. If you're going to set out to live your life for Christ and look like Christ and be like Christ, begin your walk with him the same way. Be baptized just like Christ was. The second reason we should be why we should be baptized is that it signifies our connection with His Church. Baptism belongs to the Church. Um, that's why I won't just do a private baptism here at East. Um, I believe the Church needs to be here. It doesn't have to be everybody, um, but w- when we baptize here at East, we want the Church to gather to celebrate that. Um, we believe that baptism belongs to the Church, so we believe the Church should be present, and so. Uh, story to tell you every time i go to a wedding um which is not often uh, or i perform a wedding as a pastor i'm reminded of my own wedding ceremony um ours happened at athens state in front of founders hall um while a train was coming by you guys know how long it takes a train to get through athens about as long as it takes to get married that's what i found out um but here's what I found. Every time I hear a couple repeat their vows, I'm reminded of my own, the commitment I made. Every time I see the joy in the eyes of the groom, right, the first time he sees the bride come in, I'm reminded of the own, my own joy when I saw my wife for the first time. When I see the, the excitement of the friends and family that have gathered around at the reception, the party that follows, like I'm reminded of the, my own reception, and my deadbeat groomsman, I had had two things that I asked for at my wedding ceremony. I asked for glass bottle sundrops, and I asked for uh, hot wings. Guess what my groomsman cleaned up? Glass bottle sundrops. Anyway, I got two, I got. I came home with, I had a groomsman who drank four sundrops that night. I came home with two to last me my entire, you know, honeymoon. Right, And I came home with six wings. Y'all, that ain't fair. Anyway, it still hurts. Sit that stuff aside early. Um, but anyway, I say that's why I think it is important. I really do believe it's important. And guys, I know you're going to hate me for this. I think it's important for us to go to weddings as a couple. Not for the love of all that's good. Not everyone. <laughs> but it's a good reminder every once in a while. And you can, you can elbow your spouse. That's okay. You can it's good to be reminded of the commitment that you made years ago. And I'll argue the same is true of the church and baptism. The same is true. Here in a few minutes, we're going to be moving into the water to baptize. I'm asking you, please don't zone out. Don't get your phone out. Don't check Facebook. Don't check email. Focus on what is being said before you. Listen to the three questions as I ask them and as each candidate answers. And remember that you were asked to commit to those things as well. They're aligning themselves with Christ in his baptism. Remember that you too have been brought into an eternal union with Christ. They're aligning themselves with us as the church. If you call East home, let me scare you a little bit. These young kids are expecting a church family to come alongside them and their parents and families to help disciple them. Are you ready for that, East family? Are you ready for that? Are you excited for that? I am. Like I've been pumped. I've been so pumped about this day. So let me ask you, if you're a believer here, I just want want to put this before you. Let the upcoming baptism serve as a reminder to you of the commitment that you've made. I don't know how long ago that was for you. For me, it was 27 years ago. And I know I don't look a day over 20, but. (sighs) Um, But be reminded of the commitment that you made years ago. Be reminded. Look at the joy in their eyes when they come up out of the water and they're wiping, you know, their eye, all that. Be reminded of that. See the excitement in their words. And uh, we're about to sing a song, just kind of like we normally would after a message. We're going to sing this a song of response. Use this response time to ask God to renew your joy, renew your excitement, and renew your commitment. And for those of you who are a believer, but one of those situations I presented today, whether it was Alyssa's situation, whether it was Matt's situation, that just really rung home. I think that's me. Like, we want to help you work through that. I want to be down front during this last song. I would love to talk with you. Um, if it weirds you out to come forward, we always have counselors at the back door. You can go back there and talk to them. They're super friendly. Um, we don't pick we don't pick uh, we don't pick weird people like me to be counselors. Like they're all awesome, and so they would love to talk with you, um, and and help you help you make that decision. And today, even if you come to a place and decision counselor feels like you're ready to make that decision or uh, get your baptism in order, we can do that today. We got shorts and t-shirts. We'd love to do help you today. And for those of you who are not believers in Jesus yet, let me just say it's the most important decision you will ever make. And I don't just, it's not a cliche. And here's why I can say that. Your sin separates you from a holy God. And I know you think, I'm not that bad, Eve. No, you are. My seven-year-old daughter was separated from her sin. Was separated from God in her sin. And she's a good kid. I promise you, everybody in this room has got more sin than she did. So if she was separated in need of a Savior, so are you. And there's nothing you can do to get back on your own. You can't jump across the chasm it creates. You can't swim across. Like You've got to come humbly to Jesus as the only one who can save you. Jesus took our sins on himself, and he died. And then he was raised up again. Your sin separates you from God, and it is only through the death of Jesus that you can come back into his presence. Today, if you'll repent of your sin and you'll believe that Jesus is the only answer for your wretched self, you can be saved. We would love to help you make that decision. Just as somebody helped us. The other adult who is being baptized, and she's going to love this right now, here in a bit, is Miss Sonia Martin, um, also known as Kelsey Ray's mom. Um, She's been coming for a while now. Uh, in fact, after Kelsey was baptized and they joined our church and she became a believer, they started visiting and and coming along. And and uh, she's been coming for a while, but she knows that there's no point in, in her past where she's given her heart and life to Jesus and, and surrendered to His will. And so yesterday on the phone, she prayed to receive Jesus. Uh, it was awesome. And uh, so as of she hey trusted Jesus yesterday, we baptizing day, baby. And so today, I promise you, if, if you're ready to make that decision, um, we would love to talk with you about it. And, and you too. we got a T-shirt with your name on it. We're ready to go. Um, we would love to talk with you. Uh, if you've not yet trusted in Jesus, consider it today. Uh, we're going to sing. Uh, worship team is going to come on up. We're going to uh, sing the song of response, a beautiful, beautiful song. I'm going to be down front for like the first half uh, hanging out, and then I'll slide to one of these first rows here if you want to come talk to me. Uh, we would love to. But after I pray, I'm going to ask you guys just to stand with me and let's just sing. Let's just worship God. Let's celebrate what he's done. If you're a Christian, celebrate what he's done in you. If you're not a believer or you are a believer and want to talk about being baptized today, um, I'll be down front to talk with you or you can talk to one of our counselors by the back door. Please, as soon as I say amen, just start walking that way, okay? We would love to have that conversation with you. I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you. God, that uh, that in Christ we are finally and fully secure. And um, God, I'm so thankful that uh, at, a young, at a young age, God, you saved me from my sin. And, uh, God, I don't know how, much, how many times I had sinned up to that point, but, God, I know it was enough to separate me from you. Uh, and so, God, I'm so thankful, God, that you saved me. And I'm thankful, God, that you saved these 11 uh, kids, students, and adults that we're going to be baptizing today. And, God, I'm thankful that you continue to save. God, I pray that if there's anybody here who's never trusted in you, that they they would today. They come talk to us and they can make that decision today and and give their heart and life to Christ. Uh, We thank you, God, for such an awesome church family who loves one another and is working together to see the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. Father, I pray for this time of response. God, help us to take the steps we need to. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's stand and you can respond however God leads. Kids outside yet? Like the kids building kids. So our kids are fixing to come in from the kids building because we want them to be able to celebrate with all of our kids that are being baptized. So they're probably going to make their way in during this song. We're going to sing this other song, which I think is just a beautiful song. It's awesome. It's it's fiery. It's exciting because the kids are going to be coming in. So we want we want them to be able to sing along with it. Okay. Uh, so they're going to come in. We're going to go get all these kids and adults ready for baptism, and then uh, you guys keep worshiping. Okay. a seat. Have a seat. Thank you, guys, so much. There you go. There you go. Come on, stand on this side of me. Stand on this side of me. This is Tyler Heath. Tyler, wave with all the kids over there. Kids, uh, We're so excited uh, about Tyler. Uh, Tyler, um, he and I have been talking on and off for quite a while. I'm uh, just wrestling with it, and honestly, <laughs> the last time he and I talked um we got through the whole thing he said he wanted to talk to me and we got through with the end and i said are you ready to make that commitment today and he said i think i want to think on it some more and i said all right well here's the deal so we wrote out a prayer um together biblical prayer that he could pray whenever he got ready and the next few weeks later he came to me and he said he was ready to be baptized i said did you pray that prayer "Uh uh-huh I said, you mean it in your heart? Absolutely. I said, well, praise God. Let's do it. And so Tyler comes to you today to tell you that he has already professed faith in Christ and that, uh, that he's here to be baptized um, and to, to, to join with his family as members of this church. And so, Tyler, I'm going to ask you those three questions, okay? Have you repented of your sin? Yes. Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you?
2: Yes.
1: And do you commit to follow him the rest of your life? Yes. Upon that profession of faith, I'm going to sit you on this little stool. Should have done that first.
2: Yeah.
1: Upon, that, upon your profession of faith, I'll do that. I now baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's been buried with Christ. Raised up to live brand new. <laughs> Somebody. Oh. That still would come out from under you, didn't it? I thought that. They said we have Matt Triple. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, come on this side up, come on this side. Up. So, Matt, you already heard his story uh, during the message, but, man, I appreciate Matt so much and consider him a great friend. So, Matt, sit on down here, buddy. I'll right. we'll ask you those three questions we've asked everybody. Have you repented of your sin? I have. Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you? I am. Do you commit to follow him the rest of your life? I do. Upon that profession of faith, Matt, I can baptize you as my brother in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I've been buried with Christ, raised up to live brand new. can do it so can you okay this is caitlin tribble not daughter but niece to matt and so stand right here for a second caitlin let me look at you um caitlin professed faith during our vbs or actually after our. she came to me the first sunday after vbs and said she wanted to be saved so we sat down right here in the sanctuary and just talked and uh and she committed her life to christ and so she comes today to be baptized so have a seat caitlin let me ask you those questions have you repented of your sin yeah. Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you? And do you commit to follow Him the rest of your life? Upon that profession of faith, Caitlin, I can now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ. Raised to live brand new. Awesome. This is Miss Sonia Martin, and uh, she's the one I talked to on the phone yesterday, and uh, she called me, or we text first, and I said, you can either talk to a decision counselor or call me today, and we talked, and and, uh, she prayed to receive Christ yesterday, and so we're so excited uh, for for what God's doing in her life. We're so thankful for her awesome, awesome daughter and her okay husband, (laughs) and uh, Nick and Kelsey, and uh, they've been with us now for a while, but we're so thankful. Sonia, have a seat, and then we ask you those questions. Uh, have you repented of your sin? Yes. Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you? Yes. And do you commit to follow him the rest of your life? Yes. Upon that profession of faith, Sonia, I can now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with Christ. Raised to live brand new. <laughs> and I think that's all. Is that all? Oh. Just kidding, buddy. Logan came in and saw his name was last on the list. But he's waited patiently. Come on this side, buddy. Oh, this is Logan Hooker. And Logan say hi to you, buddies, over there. What's up? What's up? Uh, there we go. Uh we're so thankful for the Hooker family. They're awesome, awesome. And so uh Logan professed faith at VBS or said he wanted to talk to somebody after we presented the gospel. And uh, Patrick, um, our, our worship pastor, got to talk with him. And I asked him after. I said, hey, is he ready? <laughs> Patrick said, yeah, I think he's ready. He said, ain't no question about him. He was fired up. And so uh, so we're so excited now to be able to, to baptize you as a believer in Jesus. Logan, go on and have a seat and I'm going to ask you those questions. Okay, buddy? All right. Have you repented of your sin? Yes, sir. Are you trusting in Jesus alone to save you? Yes, sir and do you commit to follow him the rest of your life upon that profession of faith logan i can now baptize you my brother in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit buried with christ raised to live brand new (laughs) good job buddy awesome awesome hey let me let me show you pictures from the first service uh just so that you guys miss, this is Elsie Joe. She's my daughter. She got, uh, she accepted Christ and got baptized this morning. This is, uh, this is Alex Gravit. We love Alex and his sweet family. I got to pray with him as well at VBS. This is Alyssa that I talked about during the service. This is her and her daughter, Aaliyah. Aaliyah actually trusted Christ during VBS, which led to the whole conversation with Alyssa about being baptized. And then this is Lynn, bashful Lynn, a Dobbs. And we got to baptize her and her big brother, Lane. And so just thank God for all those this morning as well. Let me, let me voice a prayer. And uh, we, just, we just want to celebrate with one more song before we leave. And Kenny will come back up and do announcements. Okay, let me pray. Father, we thank you. Uh, God, for all these kids, students, and adults who we got to baptize today. Um, and God, those that we're still following up with or God couldn't be here today. And God, I just thank you. That, God, uh, you didn't leave us in our sin, but you sent Jesus to make a way for us to be made right. And, God, uh, that has changed my life, and it's continuing to change people's lives in this church. We love you, and we thank you for Jesus. And it's in his name I pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Worship together once more.
3: To me. Amen. You're going to have a seat really quick just for a few announcements that you need to know before we get out of here. Uh, if you didn't get a bulletin on your way in, please get one on the way out. There's a lot of things going on. We had a busy week this past week. Uh, we had serve night on Wednesday night, the youth had fun day on Friday, the women ate last night, and that continues tonight. We have uh, food trucks and fireworks, I'll say it right, I said food works and fire trucks in the first service, which is a whole different spin on it. Um, so it's food trucks and fireworks tonight at Elkmont, if you need directions or the address of that, you can see me after the service, I can, I can tell you, but if you get to the Elkmont ball field, you won't miss it, it'll be people everywhere. So uh, that's tonight, starting around 5 o'clock, so you can join us there. Uh, Even next weekend, the Normans have a flyer outside. They've invited you uh, for a worship at their house next weekend. uh, The next weekend, there's a serve day. We're helping Harvest Elementary. Then the next weekend, we have a fellowship at Camp Pellin. So there's a ton of stuff coming up and opportunities for you to get to know people. There's over 100 people in this sanctuary right now. I'll be honest, there was over 100 people in the first service, and a lot of us haven't seen each other in a long time. Uh, So we're hoping to use that day uh, to just meet people, a church that's moving together. Man, we need to know each other. Uh, And so we're going to fellowship that day. So all those things are in this bulletin. uh, So get you one. Last but not least, there's still four ways to give. There's a bucket on the way out. Uh, We have an online giving option, a text option, and you can always mail it in. Um, But that's it. I'm going to pray. Y'all have a good weekend uh, and a good week, and I hope to see you tonight. Let's pray. Father God, again, thank you for today, God. Thank you for this baptism service. Uh, God, and I pray, man, we can do that more often. Uh, So, God, let us be a church that reaches people. Uh, to drive us to the street so thank you for today thank you for this church and what we're doing uh god and thank you for this community in your name i pray amen